0: Hey, and welcome to Tomorrow. I'm your host, Joshua Topolsky. Today on the podcast, we discuss the polarized caps, tinkering, and mentors. I don't want to waste one minute. Let's get right into it. Well, this is it, Ryan. We're in the home stretch of 2018 and we're still alive.
1: Happy Thanksgiving.
0: Yeah, happy Thanksgiving to you and to all of the tomorrow listeners. Uh, a Thanksgiving blessing is bestowed upon you by myself, Joshua Topolsky, and I assume Ryan Houlihan. I don't know if he. Is blessing you.
1: I'm withholding this year.
0: Even if you're not a, a U.S. citizen, apparently Thanksgiving is celebrated in uh, uh, many countries around the world. I don't know anything about that. I'm a I'm a patriot, so I don't really think about other countries. But um, Thanksgiving is a great important holiday here in America. It uh, is, of course, uh, you know is the it is the holiday that celebrates the coming of Black Friday, and that's what I think is most exciting about it. And I'm excited because this Black Friday is going to be so epic. Do you know why? Why? Well, this is the last Black Friday before the recession of the – be- the beginning of the great uh-huh. recession of 2019. And uh, well, you know, for who knows how long it will last. I don't want to give it – I don't want to box it into a single year. I think we can agree that the recession will go on for much longer than that. I was reading a really interesting article uh, the other day. That was like, if you're a gamer, if you're a PC person, get your components now because in January, the tariffs that uh, Trump is going to – that are going to be enacted, that Trump has enacted on China um, will raise the prices of electronics 25 – by 25% for consumers.
1: (laughs) Talk about a Cyber Monday.
0: Yeah. So just think about that in the context of – now, I don't know how – I didn't – I haven't gone into the details of how that applies to – but if that's a broad chinese made or chinese imported goods uh, tariff mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> people who Bye. shop at tar- target and walmart <laughs> are going to get are going to be really fucked up like like my target bill is is going to look a lot different uh, at the end of the at the end of the uh, month um so i think that's a, you know i don't know that sounds like a bad uh situation for us you know but we got to stick it to the chinese one way or another that's the way i see it And, uh, you know, the way we're sticking it to them right now is
1: we need to light this house on fire with both of us in it. That's my philosophy.
0: I agree. I couldn't agree with you more. Um, So, yeah, you know, it's it's, uh, you know, it's going to be sick. It's going to be really sick. Um, Well,
1: well, uh, that's why I would like for this episode. This is what I pitched. This is what we're doing. We're just going to name things we're thankful for in turns. We're going to stay on the on the positive, optimistic side of things. And,
0: yeah. And, I'm just saying. You no, know. I'm saying we have a we have a, a window a here. World. We have a window before the new year. And there are things to be excited and thankful about, uh, excited for and thankful about. Um, <clears throat> I will say, you know, we'll, we'll have to see. Maybe there won't be a recession. But literally every person I know is like, oh, oh yeah. No, there's
1: abs- oh, no, there's absolutely going to be a Everybody's recession. Everybody's like, oh,
0: yeah, the recession that's coming is going to be really, really bad like
1: oh no like economic catastrophe like collapse it's going to be horrible
0: yeah i don't know but it's also you know the chinese are going to be you know supposedly it's going to hurt them as well Um, oh good well then then it's all worth it it's that's the thing i think that's the uh i think that's the important thing um here Business Insider has an article about it. Here's exactly how Trump's trade war with China could affect you. All right, I'm listening. A trade war between the US and China has been heating up. Yep, okay, good. Levying tariffs on $250 billion of imported goods, okay? Tariffs can increase the price of goods. Oh, really? Which can have serious economic effects. Thank you. That's I didn't I wasn't I didn't know that would be the case if the price of goods goes up
1: is this an odyssey online article
0: no this is business insider uh uh-huh. let's see here we go this is a, they're going to tell me exactly this how is some real
1: inside business to tell me I, this is like
0: they're like tariffs can affect uh the, your pocketbook um You're like, what look several economists and business groups have warned that higher ter- higher prices from tariffs can hurt american firms and consumers okay don't
1: say.
0: um let's get to the goods where's the where's the meat here guys Higher prices could hit consumers' wallets. The most recent set of tariffs against Chinese imports, which went into effect at the end of September, targeted around 200 billion dollars of goods, with a 10 percent tax scheduled to increase to 25 percent on January 1st, 2019. Um, this article yeah. sounds
1: like this no really insult to reporter who who got paid to do this. It sounds like one of those bots on Reddit that sums up an article. Yeah, there's so a like lot of comments, and it, it it just puts a bunch of facts for you.
0: There's a there's a I mean, there's a lot of throat clearing here, but let's get to the meat. Let's get to the turkey. No retailer will be able to simply absorb the cost of a 10% tariff, much less a 25% tariff in today's ultra-competitive retail environment. That means consumers will pay higher prices, says uh, JCPenney counsel David M. Spooner uh, in a letter to U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer. Or Lighthizer? Lighthizer? Doesn't matter. The point is... It's gonna get fucked up out there in January. So I, I have to say this I've not I'm not a person who's like you know be a you know crass consumer and go out and, and kill it on Black Friday, but I'm gonna fucking go ballistic this Black Friday. If there's anything that I really feel like I want, I'm just going to go into it.
1: Yeah. My advice is definitely take out credit cards, rack up some debt. <laughs>
0: no, 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 no. Don't do that. Card. No, Any Do, not, not, you can your hands do on. not, do not. Uh, no, I'm not. Start I'm not advocating. Mining Ethereum. <laughs> no, I'm no, definitely don't do that. I'm not advocating for racking up a lot of debt. I'm just saying if you see something that you need or want and you have the means, it could be a lot more expensive next year. You know? Okay. I don't even have a point that I can make. I just wanted to devolve into nonsense. You really okay. wanted
1: to start this happy, positive yes. episode that I wanted we're to do. do... On, on the darkest, blackest yeah. Friday now.
0: Yeah, so Black Friday is coming. Thanksgiving is tomorrow. Uh, well, today – we're recording on Wednesday. Yeah, we okay. we're going to drop on- this.
1: We you drop on Thanksgiving? On Thanksgiving, so tomorrow. This is great.
0: So you have something to listen to after you're done hearing your family's bullshit. Um, and we're going to do – it's going to be kind of a quick one. I we're not going to do an hour because honestly, like I'll just be very frank with the listener. I have to go move some furniture. We have 30 people coming to our house for Thanksgiving.
1: Yeah, I already um, made this entire episode be late and I think Laura's going to be in my DMs pretty no, soon. it's
0: going to be bad. She's going to slide into your DMs and it's not going to be sexy. It's gonna Whoa. be upsetting. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so we want to talk about things that we're thankful for. Like yes. I'm thankful for the epic deals that we're gonna see on this Black Friday. <laughs> <laughs> I like. I almost bought a new Surface yesterday. I was oh, really? like, I was like walking through the mall. There's a uh, uh, there's a Microsoft store in the mall here, and uh, in the mall that we frequent.
1: They're opening and, uh, those in places.
0: I don't know. I just it's there. And honestly, like hmm. it's like. Oh, there's also they also like redesigned their the Apple store. And I'm like, oh wow. Wait, like, what mall? What mall is by you? There's a mall called the Westchester Mall, which is – Oh, low. I
1: know the Westchester Mall.
0: It's a nice – well, it used to be a nice mall. I feel like it's going downhill like all malls because malls all are malls. dead. Oh, malls, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it's got like – it's literally got a rock store in it you now. I literally
1: like, have a Surface tablet like above the door that I'm looking out of this booth that has never moved. So. That's
0: a testing. That's a tester unit. Oh, okay. We did our testing. We're good. I have all my right. Surface <laughs> – no i'm the beta tester on the surface i'm just like uh there's a bug guys it's doing this thing and they're like "Oh, josh with this fucking surface again anyhow i almost they're having a black friday deal and apparently uh they will give me money for my old surface like 400 bucks or something and oh. the and the new surface is like 300 bucks off so it's basically free the way i see it yeah, and it's eight hundred dollars but like i definitely don't need it it's like i bought a galaxy note 9 definitely did not need that like
1: but I, I, I mean, did it, you just found your iPad Pro and, and gave us. I
0: know. Oh my god! Oh my god! So, it's so fucking useless. I literally found it, and I think I've lost it again because I like I don't. I just like was put it aside and I'm like, what can I do with this? I'm like, what can I do with this? um No, but uh but that black surface is pretty nice looking. I definitely don't need it. Like, I will say, I got 500 bucks back from my Galaxy Note 8, so it felt like the Galaxy Note 9 was like a fairly solid investment.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Why am I? Why am I doing this? Okay, let's talk about things we're thankful for. Ryan, go first. So you're
1: thankful for deals. I'm no, thankful I, for yeah. Okay, the sure. First thing I'm thankful for is the exact opposite. I'm thankful for piracy. Um, wow. <laughs> because mm-hmm. without piracy, over the last um, we're coming on three decades, but let's say non-specific amount of years, uh, I without it, I would have never learned how to use all the software that I use every single day at my job. I would have never been able to take jobs for almost free um, uh, like to work for free basically on a bunch of different projects. Um, and that got me in the door to work at a TV show and to do all this stuff. And when I did have the money, did I go around and buy logic and final draft and a bunch of stuff? Yes, I absolutely did. But for those years that led up to, um, career opportunities that I'm are just now starting in my life, uh, I would have no idea how any of that stuff worked. Um, also stuff like working in TV, if I wasn't able to pirate the greatest movies of all time that weren't available on DVD at a reasonable price for me, uh, I would never be as like versed in TV and film and, and been able to keep up with like criticism. And I, I just wouldn't be the person that I am today. So I, I advocate for libraries slash piracy. And I think we need to all relax when it comes to... Uh, I think the FBI needs to relax with its VHS warnings. That's my...
0: Policy. Wow. wow. Okay. I mean, that's a good one. I didn't see that one coming.
1: Yeah, I've like, got some fun ones on here.
0: I legitimately did not see that coming. Um hmm. so I'm thankful for uh obviously my family. Yeah. I'm gonna talk about I, in this time of in this time of uh, extreme terror and mayhem, American carnage, you may des- as you may describe it. I actually had like my father-in-law is here and I ha I, we it's like he's a guy who literally does not give a shit about politics. He just like doesn't care. He doesn't vote. He's completely dis dis disengaged from the whole process. Like, you know, I was like, when's the last time you voted? He's like, I can't remember. We were talking about this. Like, he he never okay. in, in the entire time. No, listen, in the entire time I've known him, we've never talked about politics. Okay, he's an old man. I mean, he's not mm-hmm. a young guy. And last night, he like started a conversation about politics, and he's like, I've never felt so fearful in like to be in America as I do now because of Trump. And like, this is a guy who doesn't, he's not a Hillary fan or anything. I mean, he definitely doesn't like Hillary, you know, d- definitely is not like necessarily a partisan like dude. Yeah. You know, he's kind of like a, a kind of old school, like American man. He's like, you he's, know, a real,
1: re, he's a real red dead kind of guy.
0: Like, yeah. Kind of a red dead redemption sort of character. Kind of like, uh, anyhow, but like, but no, what's interesting is, and I'm going to get, I'm going to bring this back around to, to family, but, you know, I think it's interesting that that Trump has now, after, you know, guys like you know, almost 70 years old or whatever, after so long, and finally he's he's like thinking about politics and actually started a political conversation with us last night about, you know, the state of, of the Democrats and who's going to run in 2020. And uh, it was interesting because we've never talked about it ever in the entire time I've known him, the whole time that I've dated and then been married to Laura and had Zelda and everything. You know, it's like... um, so that was interesting, but you know, look, I'm very. I think it's like, especially at this time of year, I mean, families can be really fucking annoying. And God knows, like we have, you know, there are some annoying people in my family. Um, actually, they're all wonderful, but uh, every one of those wonderful. And if they're listening to this, whoever's listening to this, you're especially wonderful. Um, but uh, that's for you and uh, mom and dad. Uh, <laughs> but. I love That's your parents. It. Yeah, they're great. <laughs> they're wonderful. They're going to be here on, on – uh, they've decided to to stay both at my brother's house and at my house and then back at my brother's house in the span of like five days. So it's going to be a lot of fun. I think we're going to have a good time. I think it's going to be a really calm, comfortable, chill situation because they just love to go with the flow. That's one thing about them that you should know. Anyhow, but like, you know, look, Laura and Zelda, you know, this is, the only person I really hang out with is Laura uh you know i i said this on our anniversary we just had our 11th anniversary and i was like you know 11 i had this concept when we i don't know how it came to me but my thing was like i basically like i never wanted i probably talked about this in the podcast before but i never wanted sleepovers to end when i was a kid i always just wanted the sleepover to keep going mm-hmm. and like i feel like my relationship with laura is like the endless sleepover um yeah. which is a pretty cool like it's pretty cool it's like you're hanging out with like your best friend all the time and it's like a nonstop stop fucking slumber party um and you know, Zelda is a fucking weirdo genius. And so it's a pretty, co- it's pretty cool. Like it's nice. Like on weekends, I don't really look at Twitter anymore. You know, like I don't look at the news. I just hang out. And I think that's great. Maybe I'm an old fucker, you know, that gets possible. But also maybe it's just like, I think I have a new appreciation for, for the things that are not outside of, of my little crew. So anyhow, yeah. that's my, that's and, one of my as, things. As
1: a sub thing I'm thankful for, I'm also thankful for someone in your family who doesn't care about politics. Um, I'm very thankful for pictures of Zelda. They're always delightful. She may be yeah, the most yeah. photogenic child I've ever seen. She's, she's always very active. Cute. She's very oh always my God, moving yeah. in a picture.
0: She's, she's, uh, yeah, and she's learning how to pose and stuff now. I mean, she was doing, she did three performances of A Hard Knock Life last night. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, um and, uh, you know, Annie 2014, which is the, the new one, which we don't, I don't love, but. No, it's, it's, good,
1: it's the definitive Annie I think all it's got Broadway a good beat
0: <laughs> no 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 great. she's she is an original she's an Annie 82 fan which is the film version um that has like a really really coked up version of hard knock life which is super awesome but uh anyhow but like so now but she's in 20 she's into 2014 and uh, she did three performances of hard knock life and uh, she has so many new moves she also was like in the new version they're like um uh they they call themselves foster kids and she was like was very perplexed by the difference between foster kids and and orphans and i was like well sometimes people take orphans in and then they're they foster them it's kind of hard to explain but that's really sweet though That's good yeah she was she wanted to know the whole the whole thing you know you know that she doesn't know this we hit a deer you know we hit two deer with our car i think i did i tell the story
1: uh, I think you touched on it. A Have
0: I ever told this story? I I was in Pennsylvania. We were driving, and we two deer jumped a median right in front of my car. We were going like seventy miles an hour, and we plowed into them. It was the most disturbing, terrifying thing that's ever happened to me while in a car. And um, she doesn't know that. She just knows my car was wrecked. We were driving down the road, and uh, and she saw one of those deer signs. She's like, "What is the? Why is there a deer sign here?" And I was like, "Oh, that's like." So, you know, people pay attention and watch for deer because sometimes deer cross the road and you don't want to bump into them with your car. She's like, well, if we bumped into a deer, I'd open the door and we could take it to the vet. I I was like, wow, that's really cool. She's
1: in for a big disappointment when she uh, realizes. Listen,
0: I'm so that I'm so listen. I'm so not ready for her to discover how absolutely horrible the world is. I mean, she you know we still talk about Obama being president. Like she, we we can't. I don't want her. And I don't want her to know that Donald Trump is. By the way, at her school, I'm pretty sure they have not updated their like chart of presidents. I think they just stopped at Obama. Yeah, that's
1: they're so like. Whatnot. Like, my children good. will be like, what happened here? And I'll say, I don't know. The the signs uh, got paint on it. I, I have no idea.
0: Yeah, My hope is it's such a like a it's a crazy distant memory by the time we there. She's like knows what a, like what is going on in the world. All right. Go yeah. ahead. Sorry. All right.
1: The next thing I'm thankful for is uh, on a similar note, the polar ice caps for uh, hanging in there, buddy. <laughs> th- th- thanks for uh, buying us some time.
0: Wow. That's I didn't see
1: love the work you do storing up ancient diseases and preventing the looming apocalypse
0: yeah that's an. What, what made you think of that where did that come from
1: i was just thinking of the things that i regularly think about that keep me sane and one of those is the polar ice caps i think like we've got two big ice cubes in our drink and we really we're running out of time
0: but at least those are there it's so weird i never think about the polar ice caps Oh, I, mean, I,
1: I late at night, all I think about is the polar ice caps and that all animals everywhere are happy. And I can't sleep if if I don't come to the conclusion that both of those are fine.
0: Uh I mean, honestly, that never crosses my mind, but I think that probably says a lot about me as a person.
1: Yeah, it says a lot about me. I have un I have unresolved uh issues with uh caregiving and uh control. So Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, okay, I'm gonna do my thing. I'm gonna do my next thing. You ready? Next. I'm thankful for uh, tinkering, for for the act of t- being able to tinker. I have realized I feel like this year, and again, maybe it's because of the politics. Like I don't, you know what I realize I like I really like about phones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I just like setting them up. <laughs> like, oh, I think I, think I love I, setting I think, stuff up. I love I setting up I, I, a
1: PC. I yeah. love plugging things yes, in.
0: Yes. Oh, I, I almost like I almost like it's like weird. It's like I almost like getting a game and Uh like and like setting it up and starting more than actually playing the game
1: i love the updates i love the installs i love getting everything ready
0: i do like i do really do like doing setups it's funny because zelda does this thing she she calls setups like sometimes you'll come in her room and she's arranged all of her like animals in some weird way and she's like look at my setup but like which is i think which is like you know like but i do love i you know one of the things i love to do is like can i make this thing more perfect can i make it better can i like tweak it can it be like like i all the time one of the things i like about like i'll open the surface and i'm like i'm gonna change the the color of the of windows you know because you could change the whole os theme basically Mm i mean, like i'm gonna make it pink like, see if that might be better. It's like little things really go a long way, you know? I um, love
1: having everything ready to roll. I just love having everything installed and plugged in. And I'm like, the minute that any action hits, I'm ready to hit the yeah, pavement. Yeah, action, the action never
0: hits. Never hits. <laughs> is hitting. No, no. I'm like, I literally need like a MacBook Air. It's like, that's all I need. Like, I uh, no, like I, I, you know, there's something I, I'm like, I, there's something that's just so satisfying. And I think this is one of my, the things, one of the things I love about mechanical keyboards and why I'm like literally in a room surrounded by them right now um, I in fact I just got a new one which is so fucking awesome. Um, but uh, but what I really like is like picking out the keycaps and changing them and kind of you know choosing the the switches and saying so, you know, I've built them. You know that's the best. Like building them is like just soldering. But it's like I you know I don't really need more than one keyboard. And the reality is I don't need any keyboards because I am usually on my laptop. Mm-hmm. Um, or my phone, which definitely is where the keyboard is not helping me, but there is something that the act of tinkering I think is extremely, you know, I guess my, that is maybe tinkering is my hobby, but, um, yeah. but I think that it's like, it is such a pure and meaningless enjoyment to like set something up or to oh, like just dick around with like, you know, if like you fit, Oh, you know what I, you know what I'm doing? It was just so enjoyable. I changed the shower head last night so enjoyable i am i am fixing a uh i can't wait to try to put it back on one of our cabinet doors fell off in our kitchen and i've used this technique that i've read about where you jam like toothpicks and matchsticks into the holes and then you put like wood glue you like kind of cram it up with wood glue and then that kind of creates like a new thing to screw into i'm like oh i can't i can't wait to try to put that door back on it's just dumb weird little shit i don't know something very liberating and and, uh, freeing about it all right so that's my that's my second thing to be thankful for
1: Good one. Um, yeah, my you. next one that I'm thankful for is antidepressants. Um, they are a modern marvel. They have changed the game vis-a-vis my base mood, um, which for years and years and years, probably since I was like 12, has been um, uh, complete darkness, uh, a complete resignation that the universe is ultimately chaos and that my place in it is to like uh, keep everything together for as long as possible. Um, thanks to antidepressants, I wake up and think like, Gonna have some coffee and see what happened on Colbert last night, which is a, just a new feeling for me. Um, and I, I'm I'm just happy they exist. Also, all the best people are on them. I don't know anybody who I like hanging out with who hasn't had some experience with antidepressants or um, or has a personality that could maybe benefit from them. So can I
0: can I jump in here? Yeah, I've never taken antidepressants, and I don't. I am curious, actually. I mean, I'm definitely – I have a very bad dark side. Um, But I don't know if that's the same as being depressed. I certainly have had moments where I feel despondent. But for me, they pass very quickly. Like I think if anything, I'm more like bipolar. Um, Yeah.
1: The way that it it manifests for me is not necessarily – because I am usually like the life of the party, someone who can always find the joke, someone who can always find something to talk about. But I think that was a coping mechanism because I do think like – Now when I'm on the subway and it's crowded, I think like, I don't like this, but it's fine. It's just a subway. For a long time, I would stew in a mood where I'd be like, this is the fucking worst thing. I feel like I'm dying. Why am I here? I I made it so hard to like
0: do stuff. Oh, maybe I do need antidepressants. (laughs) Yeah, the
1: like, the like, the level of the darkness now, I now have levels with when I'm upset of things as opposed to everything being the worst if my coffee
0: level. Interesting. Yeah, because I definitely am uh uh i definitely go dark pretty fast on things like with things like the subway or lines you know like we're supposed mm-hmm. to take we're supposed to take zelda to the rockefeller which there's this crazy i don't know if you've ever been to it you should really go by the way they do a thing called the christmas spectacular oh, um oh, oh. have you have you ever been I, to it
1: i have i've have been several times I mean, and have, have a, you
0: been to it recently i mean i know they have this like crazy vr thing they do no. it's like oh my god you need to go like they do this crazy like Augment not aug- they give you like 3d glasses and then they do this like huge 3d thing where like they go through manhattan like on a bus and there's the bus is real but the screens are like wrap around so in like everything is like dude it's like it's a full-on drug experience like it is yeah that's like truly, universal studios no it is truly mind-bending anyhow i'd never been to anything like that we went last year um it was laura's idea it was something i would never do in a million years it would never occur to me to do such a thing i absolutely hate crowds and lines um Uh, And I did have, you know, some kind of like meltdown in when we were waiting in line, but then it was really fun. Maybe if I run antidepressants, I could um, not be so upset during the line part. Yeah, I I would
1: specify that I'm not a doctor, but also that that is 100% my experience. Just give
0: me me some of your stuff. I'll try it out for a little bit. We'll see what happens. (laughs)
1: Yeah, yeah what, you, know, what you want to do with antidepressants is just like chuck some on, chuck some off, you know, really quick. Don't no weaning. We don't want to wean.
0: I think just, <laughs> like, just... I think just like just let's try it, see what happens. Yeah,
1: Zoloft is a party drug.
0: Yeah, I like it. I'm loving it, as they say, as Justin Timberlake says. Um, all right. Is it my turn? Yep. Oh my god, it's my turn already. I feel like I haven't prepared I feel, like I, I feel like I've run out. of I didn't prepare. Of course, I never prepare for anything. I feel like I've never run out of things. Uh, I'm going to say video games. Okay. I talked about setups before, but video games – all my things are like really lame and selfish. No. Usually I, like, I, I, you're like, thank you to uh, antidepressants and the polar ice caps. So I'm like, my I,
1: original I, list was 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 basically just TV things I had streamed, and then I was like, Ryan, get rid of this list. It's not good. You can't just talk about Sabrina for another half an hour.
0: No, actually – video games. Uh so again, I I don't you know one of the I have to say the Switch I have I have I, look I've played a lot of games this year, but I have found there have been moments on the Switch that I have truly enjoyed. I've been playing this game Kona. I don't know if you know it at all. It's uh it's like you're it's like set in the 70s and you're in the Canadian like wilderness uh mm-hmm. trying to I think trying to solve a murder. I'm sort of like fuzzy on the plot cuz I had I played it for a while and then stopped playing it, but I started playing it the other day um because we because zelda and i were playing super mario odyssey and then i was like oh yeah like i have other games on the switch that i haven't played in a while Ooh, and it has uh, a
1: great rating on steam
0: it's a cool game it's really interesting it's super weird and different and uh, Ooh, it's in the 70s I, too yeah i just said that it's like you're not even listening to me and uh <laughs> and i, I wasn't think, i was yeah I, I know um and i think you know what I, what I really love is like red dead redemption is cool and and uh the Spider-Man game is cool, but like I think one of the things that I'm really excited about is is are games like that or games like Dead Cells, where it's just you're there's still like you're still kind of like oh there's so much that can be done with this that hasn't been done yet, you know? And 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 I don't have that much time to play games, but I think that playing games is really important, and I think that I think it's good for people to do. And like I'm pretty excited, I'm pretty excited to like spend time doing it. I'm sort of like my I fantasize about doing it more than I actually do it but I still Oh, I put in I still a lot of time into
1: Red Dead yesterday, like 6 no, no, hours. No, no, uh, no. I am
0: very I'm very jealous of you. I don't even know what it would be like to do that. I came and I even found
1: imagine. a a very fancy pirate hat and I'm it's made the whole game. It's like a new game. I'm in a pirate hat and I and I love it.
0: Here's my thing. I um when I'm playing it, it's usually in the evening and I'm like, oh, like I could be hanging out with Laura like and we hang out and she will she'll watch it or read or whatever while I'm playing, but or play The Sims, but then I'm oh, like, but then John like, is a
1: Sims person. I don't get yeah, yeah, it. it.
0: It makes so much sense. It's so weird how people are Sims people and just other. And I, I'm like, I do not. Why would I want to live Ooh. another? It's like, oh, I have to go to work. Like, I mean I, someone I else poop. <gasps> yeah, it's like I'm good. I do. I, I like designing the houses. On, I like designing. Yeah, the I, houses. I'm sure that would be fun. I'm sure that'd be fun. Um, but seriously, like. I don't get it. The Sims, like so, so many people I know, love it. Laura's like obsessed with it. I can never, I could never get into it.
1: I can't even get into No Man's Sky. Little oh,
0: I know. Tell me about it. Okay, so anyhow, but my point was like uh, the problem with playing games for a long time is like in the evening I'm like, oh, I could be hanging out with Laura, like we could play Trivial Pursuit, or we could be talking, or you know, watching something together, and then I, I kind of feel guilty—not guilty, but I'm just like, I don't know. It would. I just feel like there's a lot of stuff that I could be doing that um, when I'm playing games now, I feel like torn about yeah so I mean, like you have a I, child and and yeah.
1: like i only get like maybe three hours with john in a, on a good day so the time that he isn't there is when i can like decide what i'm doing right. with my recreational time right
0: right right that makes sense anyhow but that's you know but i still but i still love it and i still get a tremendous amount of enjoyment from it
1: excellent right, my next one is um alexandra ocasio-cortez um oh. both because i like socialism but also she upsets everyone i want to upset so much by just wearing a t-shirt or uh, saying politics is for the people. People just flip out. I know um, It's really every, good. Everyone I want to be mad is mad at her. And I just want to thank her for that because she's also like a great person. So,
0: yeah, she seems great. I heard her on um, uh, I was listening to uh, Chris Hayes, I believe, mm-hmm. and she was on. Well, I didn't know who it was at first because I, I had tuned in. So, Sirius, you can listen to TV stations, which is really weird, but I was driving and you can listen to TV stations like CNN and MSNBC. So, I tuned into MSNBC and she was on, but I didn't know it was her. I was like, who is this? She seems really interesting. And then I was like, oh, duh, of course. Um Yeah, she seems great. Her uh, Twitter responses are good. I mean, I'm all for people like, you know, clapping back or whatever. But also, like, I want people to do more than clap back. I want them to like legislate. So I'm excited about forthcoming legislation that is good from people like her. Uh, And there are a lot of new people uh, in our in politics right now, um, who are representing some viewpoints that aren't a bunch of old white men and i'm like super pissed about what's going on with the nancy pelosi thing like i'm no fan i'm not like oh i love nancy pelosi but like it's really fucked up like people are like she sucks and it's like actually she's like been a really good politician and has helped actually to get
1: she's like the straight up terminator yeah so. and
0: like she's helped to push through a lot of important shit you may not agree with all of her politics or all of her stances or the way she talks or whatever but it is some like weird hillary shit going on with her where it's like fuck all of her qualifications we just don't like her and it's like no, her qualifications are the thing that is important, actually. Like, yeah. her personality is less important. And if, like, yeah. if the Democrats could fucking understand this, I mean, if all people in politics all could All people could. This, we wouldn't have had no, Trump because
1: Trump is the but, exact opposite of Nancy Pelosi. Well, this is
0: the conversation I have with my father-in-law. He's like, well, who's it going to be? There's nobody out there with the Democrats. There's nobody who's compelling. There's nobody who's interesting. You know, who could take on Trump? And he was talking about how great JFK was and his memory of, you know, him speaking and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, like – but also, like, can we just get a competent fucking professional to run the country? I'm fine with that, too.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, I don't need to be wowed. Like, Obama was amazing. But, like, he also was pretty competent. But that's also but a once-in-a-lifetime
1: politician who is competent and amazing and charismatic yeah, but and all these comes fucking out of so, nowhere. But all, the fucking,
0: but all the fucking socialists hate him. They're like, fuck yeah, you, Obama. Well. It's like, what do you want? Like, you want – you think Bernie Sanders is going to be – he's going to do all the fucking right shit when he becomes president? Because guess what? He ain't. Also, he's not going to become president. That's and I don't think thing.
1: there's anything wrong with holding your, your – criticizing your own politicians and holding them accountable and having really high ideals. Again, I am a socialist environmentalist. However, yeah. I, Nancy Pelosi has an ability to whip votes and like – and do Jedi mind tricks and like work dark witchcraft to like get legislation passed. and That's kind of what we need right now. And I'll let Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez come up with the broad – imaginative, progressive. Well, she's
0: actually, well, she's actually, I mean, she was actually talking about this. There's there's this coalition of like 16, uh, uh, 16 people, a bunch of white men, mostly from like fucking Southern states and Midwest states who are like, we want to, we, you know, we don't want Nancy Pelosi. Like we're going to block the vote or whatever. And it's like, first off, they are like retrograde. They're regressive Democrats. They're like basically centrist or Republican Democrats. A lot of them. She was actually talking about this. She's like, I don't, you know, she actually seemed to be pro-Pelosi, so, or not pro-Pelosi, but, like, she What's wasn't like, well, she wasn't like, fuck Pelosi completely. Like, she, yeah. I think she, not pro, but, like, understood that there is a reason to have someone like that uh, uh, maneuvering.
1: Mm-hmm. Anyhow,
0: uh, is it my turn to be thankful for things? Yes. I had just had something, and, I, and it escaped me. Now, hold on, I, have to get, I have to try to get it back. I have, uh, oh, 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 oh maybe this is, maybe this is my final one. Uh, I'm thankful for, um, well, well, this is kind of a big one, but like, I think that, um, I think that, uh, one of the things that I care about most in the world or that I think about a lot and that I've put a lot of time into personally is like beautiful things like, like art, I mean, I think art is really important. I think that – but I think that like aste- – people talk about aesthetics now. And by the way, aesthetics, like things like minimalism or whatever has, be- has become in some way a very mainstream concept. Like you see like – you see like um, design has become much more important in the world than I think it's ever been in a way. Like mm-hmm. things have mu- have gone very much from being utilitarian to being like – well, if you can have a million of these things, like what separates them, right? If there's a million staplers, why would I buy one stapler over another, right? Like, um, but but you know, I have been, I'm uh helping my brother-in-law and uh his fiance, my friend Sylvia. Um, they bought a house, I'm helping them decorate. And as you know, interior design is my um my my secondary passion mm-hmm. after after great journalism. Mm-hmm. Uh, and making cool websites and, uh, anyhow, but like, you know, I, it's one of the things I've been doing is just like, you know, I'm spending a lot of time. I think I've talked about this, you know, spending a lot of time looking at things like chairs and deciding, you know, what, what is it, what makes a chair beautiful and interesting versus, versus not beautiful and not interesting. And I just think that like there, there really should, we should have a much, uh, everybody should have a much higher appreciation for and, and in, in relationship with, um, uh, what to them are things of beauty. I think that I find that I find the thinking about and looking at like what somebody, you know, has done that, why they made these decisions, like whether it's a painting or, you know, an armchair or, or, uh, you know, clothing, it's really interesting to, to think about the things that people create that aren't created for a reason other than this is like, this pleases me in some like aesthetic visual way some, some sensual way. And I mean, sensual in the, in the purest term of the word, you know? And I think that is like, uh, that is a, I think if everybody spent more time with that feeling, if everybody spent more time thinking about that stuff, I think the world would be a better place. I think that it would change the way you think about other people, uh, and change the way you see the world. And so I'm really thankful for the, for the, for the active, of, uh, of the creation of, of beautiful things and, uh, the people who, the people who create them.
1: I love that. And I love the consideration for the importance of that stuff, because I think we get bogged down in, um, uh, both consumerism or body standards or whatever ends up, people end up saying like beauty doesn't matter. And the thing is beauty does matter. You just have to be conscious of what your, what beauty is to you. Um, and and the effect that that has on you and, and make your choices from there. Uh, beauty can be like uh, having natural light in a space or, um, even just curating the way that you present the things that you have to own as opposed to um, the things that you want to own, um, it can change the way you look at them and like your own life set up uh, in yeah. a way that it's important. Yeah.
0: yeah. I think that, I think that, and this is, yeah, not to say that there is a <clears throat> standard of beauty that I, I'm talking about. I'm actually, I, what I think is most interesting is that there are, I mean, I've looked at, they wanted a purple chair, a chair that had purple fabric in their living room. Um, and sparked by me showing them a purple chair, but, but, but then I was like, okay, what kind of chair? And you, you know, there are, I mean, there are uh, t- hundreds of thousands of types of chairs. I mean, there are so many different chairs and there are chairs that I'm like, that's so fucking ugly, you know? And there are chairs that I'm like, oh my God, that's beautiful. Uh, typically the, oh my God, that's beautiful chairs are the ones that are really, really expensive and completely out of reach. But, um, but you know, but actually sometimes it's like a, a cheap ass uh, somewhere, you know? And like, the, anyhow, the point is it's not about, um, like, I don't agree with like most sort of modern, uh, there are a lot of modern, uh, conceptions of beauty that I don't necessarily agree with. Uh, and I think the thing about it is like it, it everybody has their own version of, of beautiful, you know, of what is beauty and, and like, particularly when it comes to art, certainly when it comes to people. Um, but I'm talking more about like the things we create yeah, um, it's
1: curating the what's going into your own senses.
0: Yeah, is- I mean you like if you like the dogs playing poker, you know, like that's that's you, you know. You that's beautiful to you and I and I'm and then, I then you're it. one of the
1: husbands on the Real house size of Orange
0: County, and I salute you. <laughs> All right, do you have any? Is there you have another one, or are we done? Um,
1: I have two more. Okay, do it. <laughs> I didn't oh, know wait, that we fine. would get to such a deep level, I but know, we me...
0: really—I'm sorry—we really went deep. I'll, I'll come up with uh, if you have two more, I'll come up with one more. I'm going to think of one more thing that I'm thinking.
1: Okay. Um, to to on on a completely different note, um, I, but not entirely, I do think that this has some in, intellectual merit. But you have to stick with me for a minute for it. Um, My friend Lara Marie Schoenholz, uh, we're like Twitter friends, we're not IRL friends yet. I will make her my best friend eventually. Uh, Hosts a show called Saving Sex in the City 3, which is a podcast where every week she has on a guest and they come with a pitch for the Sex in the City, the third Sex in the City movie, which uh, isn't happening. Um, And then they improv over the course of an hour or two. The entire movie from start to finish, trying to maintain the emotional, um, the emotional consistency of the characters of the show, of the kind of plots that the show, like the the emotional plots, the 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 character arcs that the show has and the movies have set up, Um, but they do uh, completely different genres all the time. Sometimes it's uh, like horrifying. Um, like body horror. Other times it's time travel. Other times it's just a regular romantic comedy. Other times everyone has amnesia. Um, it's basically like um, an anthology of what that movie could, what a movie could be or what movies are using the tools of an existing well-known franchise Um And they, her and the guests always know the show inside and out. They have tons of little funny references if you've seen the show, but if you haven't seen the show and you just basically understand who those characters are, you can have a really, 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 really good time with it. Um, There was an episode where, yeah, they did time travel um, and they just kept jumping into the past, trying to fix things because um, Carrie eventually has lung cancer in the future and they want to prevent her from getting lung cancer. So her three other friends just keep time traveling to both, things we saw on the show or things that were referenced in the past trying to change things. And it, they had to track everything that happened on the show, what changes they made, how that would have affected the timeline, how the other changes would have affected the timeline. And it became so complicated and really funny. And it's just one episode of something that I think is on episode... um uh, I, I have to... I, I actually don't know, but I it's definitely almost 100 episodes of different plots that Sex and the City 3 could be. And I, it, it has made me it's escapist it has inspired me creatively it has as a writer as a fiction writer as a I, i've just as a comedian um it's been really really cool so check that out she is hilarious and it's it it is a delight and i want everyone to check it out even if you don't like sex in the city
0: wow that sounds fascinating it's so I am, good i am legitimately fascinated by the sounds of this and i need to check it out
1: it's so good.
0: Um, okay. I actually remembered I did have one thing that I did not, that I, I was going to talk about and I have not talked about and I'm going to talk about it now. Um, I'm really thankful for, um, I've been getting more into photography and like um, using, I always have like bought cameras, but I barely use them. And uh, I just got this lens, which I think I talked about on here. It's like this kind of cheap lens. It's called the camel It's a Camlin 50 millimeter F11. Um. And it's just like a really weird, it's a Chinese lens, it's super cheap. It is like, it just produces awesome fucking pictures and video. And it's a manual focus. So I'm like, I've lived on autofocus. Like I'm like an you know, like, like you don't even think about manual focus, basically. Mm-hmm. Like I have a bunch of micro four thirds and I've got a DSLR and like i always just use the autofocus. This is a manual focus lens, right? And it's really beautiful and cinematic looking. It's like extremely shallow depth of field, and um, it's just cool. It's just weird. It has like weird like edge blurs because it's kind of cheap, um, and uh, I don't know. And so I've what I've what I've gotten into is like, and I think like Instagram and and like the internet is kind of the has dulled my appreciation. And fr- frankly, how good phones are has like somewhat dulled my appreciation for how fucking amazing cameras can be, like real oh cameras, God. yeah. And, and lately I've been like experimenting like around the house, like, and in our neighborhood um, with, I'm
1: so used to like a potato quality Reddit picture or Instagram crap. Like it looks like a postage stamp. I'm so used to it. And when I see a gorgeous photo on a, like, like my 4k TV, when we were just throwing photos up that we took years ago, when we had beautiful DSLR cameras before we like broke them. And then we were just, we'll just use our phones. We were throwing up photos from like Disney world. And I was like, holy shit, like.
0: A nice photo is a different thing. It's a whole different deal, and uh, and we actually had a, a photographer come here and take some pictures of us and Zelda because we've never had any Aww. professional pictures taken. I think you, we've seen you. I put some on Instagram, so you've definitely yeah, seen them. So cool. and, I, and and I was like, um, you know, the pictures look fucking amazing. You know, I think it's part of the reason I was like, yeah, I should, I should definitely like look into this but anyhow um so i've been really excited about that and it's like again it kind of goes back to the beauty thing but it's just like interesting to capture just to kind of look at the world in a different way and capture things differently um it's uh yeah it's um i don't know it's just something that i think is like it's like a cool fun weird hobby but it actually is more productive than um than the hobbies that i've had going on you know which it's like okay cool like i got a key i now have 12 keyboards like can't do that much with them but if you get like 12 lenses like you can actually like there's a reason to have 12 different lenses like they do different things yeah yeah that's kind okay of, um that's my thought. all right
1: so for my final thing um i i uh, i'm gonna preface this with please don't let this go to your head i i couldn't handle it
0: um oh my god wow i love where this is going
1: i'm really thankful for you josh uh you have been you've welcomed yes. me <laughs> And I think I speak for the audience. You have welcomed me onto your show and introduced me to uh, the listeners to the show who are fantastic and are uh, constantly in my mentions recommending wonderful games and gadgets and correcting me when I'm wrong, which is more I like more than you would think. Um, Mm -hmm. And I uh, it's been a great experience. You've been one of uh, the only people I've had that have mentored me. That has been a healthy, productive thing for both of us, I think. Um, and you've become one of my best friends. And wow. I just want to say thank you. And also thank you for making this cool website uh, wow. that I read every day. And I think oh. it's cool and inspiring and that uh, it has been a very positive experience for me. And of the people in my life that I can say definitively um, have enriched it, uh, you're you're one of the, one of the, on the top of that list. So I, that was one of the, that was my last thing.
0: Wow. Well, let me just say, thank, first off, thank you. That was really lovely. And what I will- Ditto. <laughs> Ditto. Uh well, that's our show for this week. Um you know, the feeling is mutual. I mean it, it really is. And uh, I'll just say this and without getting too, you know, um too emotional here. Uh uh you were a total stranger when we met, basically. Uh I mean, we were basically strangers. We were strangers mm-hmm. to each other. <laughs> like, I thought I you define... were going to
1: dislike me because I wore Muppet socks, and then I tried really hard not to show off the socks.
0: <laughs> I don't remember. Do we talk about the socks? I feel like we must have.
1: I have no idea. I don't I don't we, were to- we were that level of strangers.
0: Uh, but I'm going to say something. You know, I I have grown to truly love you. I think you're a wonderful human being. Uh, I think that you're super smart and interesting and talented. And... Um, uh uh like f- like fun in a way that i don't have very many i don't hang out with very many people or know very many people or i'm like ryan's always fucking like fun to hang out with like i you know like i feel like i could airdrop you into any situation and like you will make something good out of it which is really great like you know we had an office party <laughs> i mean it's so funny we had an office party um that was just like a i mean i can't remember the reason i it was just like a because, because we we, had the new we
1: just moved into the office, I think. A yeah,
0: new office, yeah. It was like new yeah. office party or whatever, and it was like not, you know, like a fun, really fun party. And like you ended up like DJing the party, basically, and like your selections were really good. And it's like, and and it was just like uh we also did know. a dance battle. And if
1: anyone in the audience has video of that, you have to delete it. <laughs> please,
0: please don't, please don't. I have a lot of embarrassing. I, there's a lot of embarrassing videos floating around that someday will ruin me. I'm sure like, I can't
1: even imagine the doing karaoke, <laughs>
0: doing karaoke or dancing somewhere or whatever. But anyhow, I was, I was super fun. And I was just like, uh, you know, Ryan is like really good at like, you can be in, in any situation and make it better. And I think that's a real, that's really uh, an amazing talent. Uh, but also like, look, I like talking to you. I think you're great. And I, so the feeling is very mutual. I just want to say, I mean, I don't, you know, you, you know, I'm not, you're not mentoring me, obviously. And by the way, if I've mentored you, that's if totally by accident, but I'm very happy about it. <laughs> uh, but, um, but, you know, look, it's great. And there's a lot, hey, listen, it's in 2019. I'm very excited about 2019. We're working on some stuff together that I'm yes. excited about. And um, there's just like a lot of uh, cool things happen. That is and, the first yeah. time we've
1: teased anything that we've been working on uh, yeah. together. So I'm
0: excited. It's very exciting. Okay. Anyhow, so so yeah. All right. Is that? It? Are we done with our thanks?
1: Yes. That is all okay. the things we're thankful, and we're thankful for you, the listener of tomorrow. Yes. We're yes very of course.
0: That you continue to listen to the show. First and, and-, and foremost, and, and I have, and I want to say, like this show, like we've been, you know, I think this show has been, we've been doing it for a while, and it has gone through lots of weird iterations, trying yes. to like, figure out, like, and I have some ideas about things I want to do with the show. We've talked about. Ryan knows what I'm talking about but things we we may do with this show that could change potentially change the format i think you know i want to like crowdsource it a little bit i have some ideas that i would love to hear like i think we're going to test some of those ideas with the audience before we go and do them Mm
1: -hmm. but um
0: so get ready. But yes, we are very thank- – I'm very thankful for anybody who stuck around listening to me. I mean, listen, it's, I
1: – I think the show is a blast every week to do and I think the only reason that it's – and I, I do think that maybe translates into being interesting to listen to. But I think one of the main reasons it is is because we haven't done the exact same thing for years and years and years. Like we just keep doing what we want to do.
0: But I think um, you can admit the VR episode was very bad.
1: That, I mean that was, <laughs> that was tough stuff.
0: It's one, of, one of the worst. All right. Okay. We should wrap up. Uh, don't you agree? Because yeah. I got—I have to yeah. move so many things, and I'm Laura's. I have really kept you of so late. Please so blame it's very me. very long, very long, and very late. Please blame me. Well, that is our show for this week. We'll be back next week with more tomorrow. And as always, I wish you and your family the very best, though. I've, I've just been told that your family is being cooked uh, uh, and stuffed and eaten uh, for this holiday, uh, which is very depressing and sad. But I guess, you know, that's what you get for marrying a turkey.